Hey, and welcome back to the Veggies Over 2 podcast. Excited to have you here for our second Mealtimes Made Easy meal plan episode happening on Monday. If you didn't catch last week, go ahead and listen to last Monday's episode. It was the first one of the new year where it's kind of explaining a little bit more context, but want to go ahead and just jump into today so there's not too much redundancy, but hopefully a lot of um, things you can hopefully take action on from each of these episodes. And, you know, really what I got thinking about is how here in Texas, I have a lot of listeners in Texas, but here in Texas, they handle snow differently because we don't get snow here very often, but we are getting much colder temps in this upcoming week in Texas. And so, you know, Costco is a madhouse and grocery stores have cleared of all canned goods. And it's just a whole thing. And maybe if you live somewhere where there's actual winter weather, this just seems comical to you. But it got me thinking about how often we as moms are trying to prepare for what we don't even know what to expect. Like I went to the Ace Hardware store this week and I'd gone a few different times because they had been out of things. And earlier in the week, I was allowed to buy anything and it had a typical return policy. But on Friday, I asked them, I said, it's a normal return policy. And they said, no, if you buy it today or after, we're not taking it back. And so understandably, they don't want people to, like hoard supplies and stuff like that. But it just had me standing there in the store. I'm like, I'm trying to prepare, but I literally have no idea what I need. I don't know. Is this going to be a big storm? Is everyone overreacting? Do I have stuff at home? And it was just that angst and that tension in me of, I don't want to buy, but I don't want to be underprepared. And while it's right here talking about weather. It also makes me think so much about how we are as moms and how we are as moms when it comes to what we need to feed our families in the upcoming week. I share that story, one, just because it's relevant to my life. And I know a lot of us right now as we have winter storms all over the country, if you're in the States and depending on where you are in the world and what season it is where you're at, we can all find ourselves prepping for these, you know, natural things around us. But it also got me thinking. I've been doing the Bible in a Year plan with Jackie Hill Perry. It's another podcast I encourage you to check out. And each day she reads through some Old Testament. She reads through a Psalm and some New Testament. And one of the New Testament readings this past week, I'm going to go ahead and just read the verse out of Matthew 6, verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all of these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And man, this piece of scripture just really stuck with me throughout the week, just thinking about, you know, what did it look like to prepare? And I think it's so easy and obvious in a worldly sense to think about how do we prepare? But when we take a step back and we really think about, are we preparing ourselves in a way that is trusting 
ultimately in God to be the provider. And so I'm starting today's episode because as I jump into praying for us, I just want us to think about how we can have a heart posture that's not just looking at meal planning as the tactical, practical preparations of food to mouth for our family, but also how do we operate out of this place that's not operating out of a lack, but instead out of a place of preparedness. Because I know personally, when I'm operating out of a lack where I'm really clinging to what I have in my cup, what food resources I have available to, you know, what minimal I have, instead of when I'm operating out of a place of preparedness and I see, wow, I have opportunities where I can give, where I can pour out, where I have been more than provided for. And so I'm prepared when any given opportunity comes up for me to love or serve someone else. And so I just want to have one of these first episodes of the year really felt in my heart to just be reminding each of us that, yes, our meal plan is the tactical practical of what should we eat and drink each week. But I also want these prayers to posture our heart to remember that we're preparing for something so much bigger than that, that God knows what our needs are. He knows what the week ahead holds. And he also knows what opportunities he's going to put in our path where we have the opportunity to say, hey, I can pour out and love and serve other people in this way because of my preparedness, because God has already gone before me and provided, or man, this was out of my scarcity and out of my fear and out of my worrying about tomorrow that I just felt like I had to conserve and I was operating out of a lack. So I just wanted to share that with you. That was something that I was encouraged by this week and I hope you might be encouraged by. But without further ado, I want to go ahead and pray for us and then we'll jump into the meal plan itself. Dear Lord, I pray that this week you help us look at the details of our life. Help us not to see these details always in attempt to find answers, but God, I pray that you will help us to look for these details as evidence of you. Jesus, teach us to prepare. And when we find that we are prepared, not just for the expected, but even more for the unexpected, let us remember to thank you. Let us remember to see you, and to trust you, and to know you, and to praise you as the provider that you are. God, we also bring before you those gut feelings that sometimes we get as moms. And God, I thank you that your Holy Spirit does nudge us to know the things that we ought to do. So God, I pray that as moms, you help us to be obedient to those nudges and to prepare for things that sometimes seem unnecessary or unclear why we need to. Lord, we thank you that you impart such wisdom on us that you know what tomorrow holds, that you know every need that is going to be asked of us, every demand that's going to be expected of us, and every event that's going to happen near us or to us. And God, we pray that we will be moms that are wise and discerning. Help us to prepare for the things that you have asked us to be disciplined and do as we serve those around us, our family and our friends and our community, but also, Lord, Help teach us how to lean on you. Help us to look to you and help us to be disciplined in doing sometimes what is harder in the preparation. And that's preparing our hearts and our lives in a way that is open to what you have for us, God. So let us be women and moms and friends and neighbors and community members who live as examples as people who are prepared for the good works that you want us to do and who also walk faithfully to see them to completion. Jesus, thank you for each of these women. Thank you for this show and the opportunity to come together each week. 
and to prepare our hearts and our minds and our families at our tables for all that you have for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey mama, I'm Ashley and welcome to the Veggies and Virtue podcast. In this podcast, you will find simple menu ideas, kitchen organizational systems spelled out for mom life and feeding tips and tricks that are both evidence-based and grace-laced. I believe that you can find flexibility when it comes to feeding your family so that you can feel calm, capable, and connected in the kitchen. As a registered dietitian and Christian mom of three myself, I want you to break free from the mealtime battles and to feel equipped while feeding your kids all day long. Pull up a stool at my kitchen counter and let me pour you a cup of coffee and say a quick prayer for you. It's time to chat about the mealtimes, messes, moments, and ministry of motherhood. Let's go ahead and now jump into meal planning for this upcoming week. Now, assuming that you have my free grocery list and meal planner, if you don't, you can click the link in the show notes or go to veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash planner. And you'll get the free download there. You'll also get on my weekly newsletters where you actually get this exact grocery list and meal plan sent to you for the menu that we're talking about. So if you want it in advance of these Monday episodes, make sure that you're signed up for my weekly emails. But assuming that you already have that free template here, this is where I really want you to determine what your family's week is going to look like. This is so often the step that I see overlooked for families when they say, oh, I really need a meal plan so that I can feel more organized and I can add more variety to that. But we just jump at it as if everyone's week looks the same. And that is a huge pitfall that we as parents can make. With these episodes, we're at least for now going to be concentrating specifically on dinner. So I'm talking specifically about what does your week look like and what does each day of the week look like when it comes to that dinner window. For most of my clients and families that I work with, we're looking at kind of that 3.30 to 8.30 window, depending on the ages and stages of your kids, when you guys are having little ones get home from school or older ones get home from the activities, dinner happening, bedtime happening, things like that. We're looking at that afternoon, evening window. And specifically here, what I want you to think about is these three things. Number one, what capacity do you have to prep the meal? Number two, what capacity do you have to actually cook the meal? And what kind of time constraints do you have when it comes to eating the meal? Now, I walk through this more in detail in my meal planning playbook, which will be releasing soon. But I find it most helpful to just designate a number that correlates to your capacity on a given. And so each week, I'm going to try and give some personal examples just so you guys can kind of see it played out, but also personalize it to you. I'm going to refer to the menus moving forward and saying this week is a one, two, one, three. And so that's really saying my capacity on a given night is a one, is a two, is a one, or a three. And what I mean by that is really on a night where I'm saying I have one, that's saying I can maybe really tackle one of those things. We either have time to eat, we have time to prep, or we have time to cook. But if we need to have adequate time to be preparing the meal, time to cook the meal, time to sit and eat the meal, I really usually think I need to have like a level three night. So if we're in and out, running in and out of the door, food needs to already be prepped, everyone's eating at different times, it's not realistic to be planning what I would say is like a level three meal on those nights when you have like level one or zero to give. And so I want you to be thinking about these meal plans in that context so you can think about if it's a zero night and I need to pick up takeout 
or go through a drive-through because I have less than 15 minutes where I'm getting to plan, prepare, or eat dinner with my kids. That's going to be a zero night. But then there's also some nights like for us, this is often like Saturdays and Sunday nights where I'm like, it might be on the level four. I actually have, I kind of think of it in like 15 minutes increments. If it's a level four night, I'm anticipating that I'm going to have a solid hour to prep, cook, and eat the food. I know that that kind of lays into I'm also going to have sufficient dishes on the other end of it. So I'm kind of saying this is a night where there's time. Now, it doesn't always have to be one hour consecutively. Sometimes it's I prepped ahead or it's cooking in the crock pot. So that's not active cooking time. But I want you to begin familiarizing yourself with this process of first and foremost, looking at your meat seeing what kind of time constraints and physical and emotional capacity do you have. This came up with clients even just last week of how we so often overestimate how much emotional capacity we have to eat at night to invest in the family meal experience. And we often overestimate how much capacity our kids are going to have in that evening hour. So I want you to get really realistic with that. And you're going to see that I tend to err on the side of giving myself some added buffer and assuming I have less capacity than I really do. Because then I can kind of modify it and show you how to do that with the given meal plan. But I really want you to look at rating your meal. Step one, look at what you have going on for the week. Step two, rating it based on your capacity, how much time you have to plan to cook and to eat the meal. And then step three, picking your menu choices from there. So let's go through that specifically with what's on the menu this week. If you're on the newsletter, you already have this whole menu printed out ready with the grocery list. But I'm going to go ahead and verbally just go through what the options are here. And then I'm going to give a little bit more specific to the kind of energy capacity and adaptations you might want to make. The first thing you should familiarize yourself with as I go through these is I'm not going to say what day you need to do which dinner because I want you to drag and drop it to fit what you have going on for the week and what your capacity is on a given night. So the different um, meal ideas on the menu are labeled just day one through four. I do give suggestions for five, six, and seven, but I really only plan my core four for the week, knowing that one night we're usually going to do pizza night. One night is kind of an impromptu, dinner out, dinner with friends, something like that. The one night it's usually kind of leftovers. So for our family and to minimize food waste, we're not, you know, plan for too much, I find that those core four really work. So for dinner number one is the slow cooker theme. And that was when I did broccoli beef in the crock pot, serving this with a side of steamed rice. Day two is taco theme. We are doing ground turkey taco bar where everyone can build their own tacos with ground turkey, taco shells or tortillas, and then all the taco fixings in a side of refried beans. Day three, day three is menu idea is seafood theme. And we have on the menu baked salmon with a side of Greek quinoa salad and a side of roasted Brussels sprouts. And day four is grill theme. I have grilled chicken, mashed potatoes, and Caesar salad menu. So rewind, replay that if you want to jot it down. Even smarter, make sure that you have my free planner. Go to veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash planner. So that this coming Friday, you will get next week's menu in advance. You'll get the recipe links. You'll get the grocery list. You get all of this for free. I just want to make sure that you have these tools to be prepared. And for some of you, that might be helpful to have in advance. So let's quickly evaluate what I assume based off the meal plan as it's written. If you have that printed already or already looked over that 
you can see that I would say that this is probably a 2-2-3-2 menu, in my opinion. That's saying that on a range of zero to five, five requires the most amount of effort, that I am kind of committing a two, two, three, two energy level for days one, two, three, and four. And so what I mean by that is, and I'm not going to go through this in detail each week, but especially as we just kind of get into this, I want you to get familiar with me saying this week's menu is a two, two, three, two. You're going to see how that kind of ebbs and flows in each of these menu ideas, but hopefully these meal plans just stir up and elicit some new ideas for you that you can drag and drop and play. As you see some of these two, two, three, two menus like this week, you can see the broccoli beef. It being in the crock pot basically meant there was really only some prep time, no active cooking time, which was super helpful on that given night. And then we just needed some time to like sit and eat. So it wasn't like the easiest meal ever. It wasn't kind of ready to eat. I would say zero is really like your drive-through pickup dinner that's totally ready to eat. A one is usually what I would say is kind of like those Costco street tacos that you can buy ready to go. Two is going to be kind of the, the next step up where I usually think that I either need time to prep or cook and then some time to eat, but we don't necessarily need time to prep and cook. But where we look at day three, where I did the baked salmon and the great quinoa salad, really the baked salmon and the roasted Brussels sprouts are pretty easy because they're just oven meals, kind of like sheet pan meal style. However, the great quinoa salad is a little bit more time consuming to you know measure and cut and prep all the ingredients and make that and things. So that would be the meal that I'm going to kind of put on the night where I have the most capacity, or I'm going to think of how can I prep things ahead? It might be one where I'm going to prep the quinoa salad in advance so I can eat it during the week for lunches. It's already ready to go for dinner. So the only thing I have to do is preheat the oven, bake the salmon and the Brussels sprouts. So that would be a really easy way to modify that night if say you knew you weren't going to have a lot of active prep and cooking time, but you or someone else could maybe throw it in the oven take care of some other tasks, and it cooks itself. So that's one of those ways that you can kind of see these level three energy ideas modified to fit what demands you have on your schedule. Additionally, when we look at day four and the grill theme, I want you to think through, I said it was kind of a level two, but honestly, it could be kind of a level three, depending on how you see it. The mashed potatoes, if you make them from scratch or you buy them cremate, that would be an easy swap modification for how you could conserve some energy or if you're the type who has the time and energy and would like to make it homemade, you can definitely do that. Same with the grilled chicken. I said grilled chicken and on the meal plan, I included a recipe for a really easy marinade, but this also assumes that you have the time to marinate the chicken and then to grill the chicken. So if that doesn't fit what you have planned for the week, think about, do you need something that's like a level one, like a rotisserie chicken that's already cooked and ready to go? Or do you want to do something that's maybe more of like a level two where you're getting a pre-marinated chicken. You don't have to think about baking the marinade or having the time to marinate it. It's just ready to grill as soon as you're ready for it. So there you have it this week's meal plan. I'm gonna go ahead and recap real quick some of the steps that I would encourage you to take. Number one, on the free meal planner, make sure that you're taking a review of what your week looks like, what you have going on, what your time schedule over dinner looks like, to get this free grocery list and blank planner for you to customize to your family's needs each week, make sure you go to veggiesandvirtue.com forward slash planner. The second step I want you to take is I want you to assign a value to what type of physical or emotional capacity you anticipate you're going to have on a given night of the week based off of what you put down for your week in review. 
So that'll help you make sure that the meal idea fits your family's actual demands and schedule for a given night and throughout the week. Step three is then you can use the meal plan I've provided you or whatever menu ideas you have on your own to drag and drop so you can fit and kind of match menu ideas with energy availability and what you have going on on a given day. So you can rearrange the days one through four and the recipe ideas that I give you to match the different energy capacities you might have on a given night, or you can use those as inspiration of how can you modify it up or down based off whether you have more or less energy to give to execute a given menu idea. If you want these specific menu ideas and the meal plan typed out with recipe links and ingredients stated out, grocery lists to accompany the menu, please make sure that you have gone to veggiesvirtue.com forward slash planner. When you download that planner, you're going to automatically be registering yourself into getting these emails each week and they'll be sent out Friday mornings and then you'll get this menu for the following week. So like this menu that I'm going over today, everyone who's already signed up got it emailed out to them on Friday. And so if you want this coming next Monday's menu, make sure that you sign up this week so that on Friday you can expect that free meal plan from me. Otherwise, I hope that that helps you prepare for the week with some of the tactical and practical that I just know is one of the many hats that we wear as moms. If you have questions about these mealtime made easy meal plans, feel free to reach out to me on social at Veggies and Virtue. And if you are enjoying these, if you're listening to this episode, if you get anything from the meal plans themselves, please don't share the meal plan themselves publicly. But I would love, love, love to know that this is serving you well. If you can share them on social and tag me at Veggies and Virtue, or just send me feedback in reply to the email that you get each Friday. It's truly helpful to me. And it's going to be a lot of what helps me know, is this something that I continue? It takes me a tremendous amount of time and energy each week to put together the meal plans, the downloads, send out the emails, prepare these episodes. And I'm more than happy to do that if it's helpful for people. But the easiest way for me to see, is this resonating with people? Is, are people signing up for my emails? Are they opening my emails? Are they saving the meal plans? And ultimately, are they sharing it with others? So if this is something that's blessing you, please bless someone else else with it by sharing it. That also blesses me so much to just know that it's um, being spread beyond what I can do on my own. 